Yo, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Gridiron Roundtable. I'm your boy, Burke. And it's me, Dub. What it do? Hey, man. You know what I'm saying? It's my Friday, technically. It's Thursday out here, but, you know, it's my Friday, big dog. And it couldn't come at a, at a better time. Hey, well, you know what? We can still do. It's Friday. Hey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And Already. That's, that's the drop already well how you living big dog you know i'm good um you know just ended a a long week Um, excited about this episode excited about free agency excited about the draft it's um i'm really impatient right now hey i I feel you on that man uh so real real quick before we get started um we want to remind everybody to uh check us out um at the gridiron roundtable on spotify cast box anchor anywhere yes you see or anywhere that you get your your podcast from um we're also on instagram at the gridiron roundtable and you can find us on twitter at grid roundtable so make sure you guys check us out um hit us up in the dms with some questions so um some and, and some feedback and, and let us know you know what i'm saying how, how how we're doing man let's get it hey so what we got for him today bro all right, man. It's you know I kind of tip tip the hat. We're talking about free agency. Okay. Put some awareness around some of the the talent that's out there and some of the f- potential fantasy implications. Okay. So we breaking this thing down. So, um, what we what we gonna start, bro? Well, of course, you know, Dak. You know, he. I mean, he's not a free agent, but he did get locked up. By Dallas, they they paid the man. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he wasn't gonna go nowhere. And, and honestly, I saw him walking up to the stage in his suit. He didn't look like he had a limp. He looked fine. Mm-hmm. Hey, they you know they're gonna be straight now. I will say though, they gave that man a lot of money. You know, Amari Cooper contract. I think after this year is all nearing non guaranteed bread. Mm-hmm. And I know there was talks about Zeke. You know. All I'm saying is they just paid this man Dak, so somebody might have to go eventually, like real soon. Well, you know, I'm not the biggest Cowboy fan. I'm not the biggest Dak fan, but Jerry Jones made the right call. You got to pay him, Absolutely. After watching that team without him last year, you, man, I remember when the news first broke, you know what I'm saying? People was like, oh, he's overrated. He's overpaid, overvalued. And I just laughed, you know, like, look, man, if you're a casual football fan, just just say it. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know yeah. what you're talking about, then just say it. That's fine. But regardless of how you feel about it, man, the team without him last year was hot dumpster truck juice. Like, the, yeah. the, the team was trash. You know what I'm saying? So – this was a signing that needed to happen, man. And I'm happy they paid him. Yeah, man. I'm happy for the man. He, like I said, he earned it, man. He deserved it. Yeah. Uh, he put the work in for it. So, absolutely. And now you said, now you touched on that about, you know, um, Amari Cooper's contract. And I want to say that Zeke's contract was heavy on the front end, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I have to do some research and look into that. But, um Dak taking up a lot of space. He's taking up a lot of money, and um, but he deserves to, man. He he deserves yeah. to. Um, 
there's not too many quarterbacks that you could say is a, is a clear upgrade over over that. Absolutely. So, you know, Dallas is set. Um, but uh, this quarterback market is really gross. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Jameis, Mitchell Trubisky, Cam Newton, and Fitzpatrick are leading the charge. Yeah. Um, so do you think, especially with, you know, there's only 32 teams in the NFL, uh, most of them have their solution at quarterback. So do you think that there's going to be some uh, forced retirements and, and uh, long waiting periods as far as these guys is waiting around? Oh, the quarterbacks? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I don't. There's. I mean, not with, not, not with Trubisky, but like, you know, like, like the Fitzpatrick's and the Daltons. You know what I'm saying? I think Fitzpatrick, honestly, I think he gets a home uh, really quickly, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. I could be wrong with that, but uh, I thought, you know, Fitzpatrick was really good this year. Um, but the other guys, I don't know what happens with Mitchell. Like, we got to really see what Chicago does. You know, is is Chicago really going all in for Russell? You know, because that changes some things. Mm-hmm. Now, I did see a report that um, the Bears are gearing up. They're they're gearing up. They're going to throw everything but the kitchen sink at either Wilson or Watson. So check your phone. You know what I'm saying. You're going to be getting those notifications. But from what I've been seeing, um, the Bears trying to fix that situation quick, fast, and in a hurry. Yeah, man, because th- there are teams out there that that still could need quarterback competition. And, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, I know Carolina has said that they're behind Teddy right now because, I mean, who else do they got? Mm-hmm. You know, but, you know, there could be competition there. You know, there could be competition in Denver with Drew Locke. Mm-hmm. Um you know, competition. We'll see what, what the Jets do. I, I assume the Jets are going to draft a QB. Um, but, you know, there's, you know, there's, there's some potential places people can go. Washington. And I'm not saying Jameis, you know, because I think, you know, after Dak, I think Jameis is to me the top guy mm-hmm. in the QB class. But <clears throat> anyway, I'm not a fan of any of them. I feel bad for Cam, bro. Yeah, uh, me too. And I was a big skeptic or um, what's what I'm looking for. I was a big critic um, on, on Cam for a lot, a lot of his career. But seeing how they did him in 2019 and then, you know, you see him going to the Patriots and, you know, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I was rooting for Cam. You know what I'm saying? People change, you know, they change their perspective. And I was rooting for Cam and, you know, to see things turn out the way they did for him kind of hurt. Yeah, it was sad to see, bro. Yeah. So, but you know, you can't you can't dislike Fitz Magic, man. Um, I want to see him succeed. He was, you know, clearly the best quarterback um on the Dolphins um uh, last year. And with him in the offense, man, it was night and day difference. You know, Parker's mm-hmm. productivity was night and day difference. Um, that whole the, the offense was just humming. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either, man. But honestly, I think other than that, there's not another quarterback I really want to talk about. <laughs> no, not 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 really. Um, yeah, so we're gonna keep it moving, man. So we're gonna go into these running backs, man. And there's there's some running backs that we really really need to get into, man. So oh we yeah, gonna, 
we're gonna start with the with the big name, Mr. Mr. Aaron Jones. Yeah, he's the clear superstar running back, elite running back uh of the of the free agency pool. Mm-hmm. Um absolute beast. Yeah. And uh, you know, we talked about him before and we talked about, you know, his 26 is not the same as uh Gurley's 26. Right. He only he only has, you know, two years as a as a workhorse, you know, running back. So where do you think he goes, man? I mean, you know, the hype, the hype is uh what Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of hype out there. Um, you know, I I don't think he's gonna be a jet. I don't necessarily want him to be a jet. But he does. He is going to fit that zone run scheme mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, remember the offense he's coming from. Um, the head coach Lafleur, his brother, is now the offensive coordinator for the Jets. So you know mm-hmm. he's going to bring that same outside, you know, that zone run scheme. So you know, I mean, scheme wise, he fits there. Um, so you know, but I think you know Miami's a big place. Um, I mean, he. What you think? Where do you think he's going? Um, it makes sense for him to go to Miami. Um, but one other place that I think will make sense would be Atlanta if they can figure out the, the cap situation. Um, and then as much as I hate to say it, you know, we, we touched on New England and we touched on, you know, their their rushing ability. I mean, if they decided to go as a, a 70-30 or 60-40 split, New England ran the ball over 500 times last year. You know, that's... Yeah. and they had a good load. They got the O-line to do it. Right. And they just picked up Trent Brown from um, Oakland, ooh, you know, ooh, ooh, ooh. for a bag of wrap snacks. So... Yeah, but, you know, at the same time, they are losing Joe Thurney, their guard. He was... Mm-hmm. He's been a lights-out guard for them. But, you know, I'm sure that Belichick will plug and play somebody. Yeah, he gonna he gonna figure it out, man. Long story short, I knew Aaron Jones was gonna be out of Green Bay the moment that I saw he signed uh, Drew Rosenhaus as his. Yeah, you were agent. calling that. Yeah, you, when you when when you do that, you know what I'm saying it's over. And you know, one of the guys in my in my dynasty league, they were like, you know, they they uh, offered him uh, a a new deal recently. And I was like, they can offer him. They've been offering him deals. You know what I'm saying all, all season. You know it's. Hey, he got to cash out. You know, he'll run it back. The shelf life is short. Uh, mm-hmm. Cash out while you can. And I yeah. think he will. Yeah. So um, I think wherever – I think if he goes to Miami, I think his fantasy value goes through the roof. Um, yeah. Over five yards per carry, you know, they they clearly like running the ball. That's a piece that they really need. So, Yeah, man. And, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a solid player, man. And I think, you know, what people – fail to realize like you know he had a really solid offensive line um Mm -hmm. in green bay but he was still really good uh with yards after contact you know he was second in the league uh in the average for yards after contact so um you know he's a guy he's gonna fall forward he's gonna make some people miss and hey he's a dual threat player but you know he's the clear dog we'll see where he goes yeah we'll see green bay didn't tag him so um they're letting him uh they're letting him test the test the market and you know they're already in the red themselves so that may you know come back to bite them so mm-hmm. um we'll see man i saw a pretty cool stat about him you know before we wrap up but i saw a really cool stat about him um 
that was like he's like the only running back with um, three thousand yards on the ground, thirty five touchdowns, and uh, some other stat. And it's like there's only one other running back to do it. And I want to say it was like Jim. No, not Jim Brown. I'm not sure. Hold on a second, man. Yeah, I can't. I can't find it, man. It's not good. But I mean, I mean, either way, what you're saying is the boy's a beast. He's oh, a bad man. Yeah, here, here it is. Here it is. So um, I found I found a stat on him, and um, basically saying that Aaron Jones is the only running back with three thousand plus yards from the ground, thirty-five rushing touchdowns, and five yards per carry in their first four seasons. The only other person to do it was Jim Brown. And that's high high company. Yep. So enough of that Aaron Jones talk. We'll keep it moving, man. Um, where you want to go with that? Where you want to go next, bro? I personally, I think the next best back in this free agency class is Chris Carson. Okay. I mean, honestly, bro, you know, he, he was, he was injury riddled. You know, they always talk about his durability issues, you know, mm-hmm. 14 games in 2018, 15 in 2019 and 12 in 2020. I know he was battling that ankle injury. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, you look at the numbers he puts up, you know, um, you know, he had, you know, it was back to back 1000 yard seasons. If not for the injury this year, he would have had three years with a thousand yards, uh, rushing in a row easily, uh, easily, man. And, you know, he, he is somebody else that is just you know, a physical runner, um, breaks a lot of tackles. Uh, I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan of him, honestly. Um, now, you know, there's questions about his wear and tear, mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's, he's ran the ball a lot. <laughs> yeah. He got, he gets a lot of touches, man. Um, but like you said, you know, it's, it, it goes without question, almost five yards per carry. Could have easily topped a thousand yards this season if he played the whole season. He was on pace for a thousand. Um, and the, the Seahawks didn't tag him as well. So where do you see him going, bro? You know, this is a tough one. I, um, cause you know, I, I can't remember exactly what scheme they're running in uh, in Seattle, but you know, I feel like he he looked like he could play like a Derrick Henry role in that Atlanta offense with Arthur Smith. You know, because Arthur Smith, you saw how he used D Henry. You mm-hmm. know, he's gonna need him a workhorse back, mm-hmm. and you know, Chris Carson is definitely not as durable as Derrick Henry. I mean, I mean, Derrick Henry is a class of his own, mm-hmm. but he could, you know, he could fit there. I feel like. What so you, you think, thinking? So you think he can fit in, uh, in Atlanta? I think so. I think yeah. so. He could. I, I think Atlanta is going to be a good spot. If they don't, if, if, if they go quarterback in, uh, in, in the first round and you know what I'm saying? They, they make a move through in free agency for a running back. Whoever inherits that backfield is going to be set. I think Chris Carson will be good there. Um, I think Chris Carson can probably be good in Buffalo too. Um, just because, you know, Singletary, it's a third round, you know, third round pick hasn't really done much with his chances. He had the fumble issues earlier in the off season. Um, and then Zach Moss really didn't do much. So um, I don't know. It, it, Chris Carson can be a very sneaky um, veteran pick, you know, coming the come the off season. Yeah, man, he, he and you know he could you know be in a, a committee too. I think he'd be a good piece there. Maybe uh, maybe replacing Kenyon Drake. I know they got Chase Edmonds, but I don't know if Chase Edmonds really gonna be 
Like I hear the 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 rumbles that he could be like a three down back type dude, but I don't know, man. I got to check, and I'm I, I'm saying this without researching it. So mm-hmm. anybody listen, feel free to check and let me know. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if he's durable enough. I feel like he's been, you know, he's missed some games for injury, and I get it. All running backs, mm-hmm. it's a rough job. But I don't know if Chase Emmons is the guy. Is what I'm trying to say. I don't know, but I do like him. But I don't know. So so. We're talking about we're talking about Drake right now, right? Well, no, I was talking about Carson potentially moving to Arizona to replace Kenyon Drake. Got you, got you, got you. Um, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know if he's a clear cut if he goes to Arizona. Because my thing is, you know, Drake was handling a lot of the goal line duties mm-hmm. for Arizona. You know, a thick guy like Chris Carson, maybe. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, it could work, man. Um, Cause that's that's a perfect segue into into Mr. Drake. Cause uh, oh man, you know, 2019 he had those eight games where he was looking like you know the next best thing. Yeah. And then you know, in the off season, you know, his value was super inflated. Everybody was, you know, on the Kenyon Drake train, Boy. and I wasn't. Me neither, man. So. Um, he wasn't very impressive this year. Uh, he did just enough, uh, averaging roughly four yards per carry, 63 yards per game, but that's not what you drafted him for. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I was a big, uh, you know, I was, I like Drake. I had picked him up. I think it was, I forget what season it was like 2018 season. I had him a couple of games cause he, he had a stretch where he was dominant. You know, he looked like he was going to be the guy and then he wasn't the guy. And then he comes to Arizona and then he is the guy and he's not the guy is, you know, man, I don't be knowing what Kenyon. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm, I really don't know where he's going to fit. He's definitely going to get a job somewhere. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just don't know where he's going to fit. Um, you know, we'll see, you know, we'll see. Seattle has a lot of running backs. And again, I'm doing this interdivision play here on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I know they let Hyde go and they got a lot of young dudes there. So I don't know. We'll see if a veteran like Drake is squeezing there, but I don't know if they got bread for that. Cause I think he's trying to cash out too. Yeah. He's, he, he may have to rethink that. Um, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not trying to be, you know, hateful or anything. I'm just saying, yeah, you know, yeah, based yeah. on based on, you know, what he, what he produced and what what people have real life paid for, you know, with the Cardinals, they really pay for him in real life. And what you pay for, you know, in in fantasy draft capital is not, you know, ideal. And yeah, you're right. I'm not sure he would have to take a team friendly contract to you know, get a spot somewhere else. And I don't even know if he would be like an unquestioned RB1 on a, on a different team's roster. Well, you know what? Let's, let's think about something real quick. Something we didn't talk about. We talked about Aaron Jones, Chris Carson. Now we on Kenyon Drake. Going back to Green Bay, do you think they going to run with AJ Dillon as the guy, or do you think they going to pair somebody else with him in this free agency class? Maybe. So I was going back and forth with this with this guy on Facebook earlier today, and he was talking about, you know, it's time to get on the AJ Dillon train. And he was, you know, just talking down to everybody. He was like, "You guys should have been on AJ Dillon." Blase, blase. I'm like, bro, relax. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, number one, you would want Jamal Williams to stay. 
if anybody's going to stay between Jones and Williams, it would be Williams because he should be cheaper. But you would want Williams to stay, AJ Dillon fans. You want you want Williams to stay. That way, Green Bay doesn't bring in um, a running back via free agency or the draft to give Dylan um, competition slash depth. You know what I'm saying? They already know what they have in Jamal Williams. He isn't a starting running back. Yeah. Um, but if Kenyon Drake goes to Green Bay, um, that would mighty things for me as far as AJ Dylan because Kenyon Drake's still talented. You know, I know I said a lot. I know I know my take on him so far has been you know hateful and spiteful, <laughs> but uh, he's, he's he's still talented, man. Yeah, I absolutely, think, I think he can muddy those waters. Absolutely. So I mean, realistically, Dylan had one game, you know, where where he you know he went off, and it was against a soft defense. So. Well, we'll see. You gotta we'll see. see what, you gotta see what you can't go about the you gotta you can't go about the coach pitch. You gotta see what they do when you know the draft and free agency. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, let's see. Let's talk about the you know my man from Pittsburgh, well, formerly from Pittsburgh, James Connor. What's up with him, man? You know, look, how you feeling about James Connor? Dog. James Conner, that was a roller coaster experience this season, bro. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm still pissed, you know, how he played me, you know, in my league. You know, my, the first, my first week I had him in my lineup, he gets hurt, you know, the second quarter, and then I don't start him, and then he like goes off the next week. It's just been when you needed him, he laid an egg. When you were just about done with him, you know what I'm saying? He decides he wants to. <laughs> to go off man how you feel about mr connor bro hey man you know i talked about durability with chris carson but you know i feel like chris carson's played way more games than james connor chris carson's taken more pound than james connor but james connor has not been very durable um you know uh 13 games played um you know 2018 and this year um you know, he did 10 in, in 2019. So, you know, he was in 2019. I know it was like his shoulder. I forget what it was in 2020, what injuries he was facing uh, this past season. But, you know, you know how I feel about James Conner. I picked him up when that Le'Veon Bell stuff was happening. And he was a key addition to my team. Mm-hmm. Um, and we mean you both had him because we were yeah, just. Yeah, we did. We were sitting there by our phone waiting for Bleacher Report to say whether or not uh, Le'Veon was going to show up on time. And it was like, boop, boop. Gotcha. Right. Oh, and, but I had I had picked him up way before because I was just like, you know what? I said this my spot was trash anyway. I was like, what's the worst that can happen? And then it, hey, could nobody out. put the bid in? Could nobody put no bid in? Because I put it in for free. That free ninety nine. Hey, caught them cats slipping. Yeah, man. But you know, I really don't know where he goes. I think he's got to be a, a a committee back. I don't think he can manage that workload of a, I mean, there's not many bell cows anyway. Right. But, right. And I don't see a bell cow in this free agency class. Um, You know, Aaron Jones is a beast, but I don't think he's the three down back. I don't know if his body's built to be like that, but he does have a three down back skill set. I hope that makes sense. Um, But I see James kind of, he got to go to a committee or something, man. You know, he got to go to like a Seattle or, 
you know, like a Kansas City, but I don't, you know, I don't know how much he's supposed to be making this year and you know what that looks like, but I feel like he can be a solid RB2 somewhere. And you know what really sucks for for Connor, man, is that, you know, there's there's obviously talent there. There's obviously skill there, you know, and he probably hasn't made the most money because he wasn't that high of a draft pick. You know what I'm saying? Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but, and then, you know, doing free agency, probably won't get a chance to, you know, really get that big contract. Yeah, man, he was a, he was a third round pick and, uh, you know, I, I don't know, you know, I, I think it will affect him. I think, uh, you know, he might have to take, you know, he's not – I think he'll get paid a little bit more mm-hmm. than what he's been getting paid on his rookie money. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't know. I don't think somebody's going to sign him to be their RB1. That's no. just my opinion. He does have an RB1 skill set. Mm-hmm. But that durability, man, I think if he didn't have the durability issues, boy, we'd be talking about James Conner a little differently. So where do you think he goes? I think he'd take a, a little less money and he's somewhere like a Kansas City – um, I know I've mentioned Seattle. He could he could replace Kenyon Drake's role as a goal line dude in, in Arizona. Um, I know there's a lot of places. Those are some of the ones that just pop off my head. What you think? Um, I, man, I could see I could see in Miami. I could see, um, you know, there's there's just those 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 typical running back needy teams, man, maybe, uh, a Buffalo. Um, but it's not like, like you said, it's going to be a committee situation. It's, it's not going to be, um, a, it's not going to be, you know, a, a straight workhorse role. What do you think about Jacksonville? You know, so we heard a lot of rumors recently about Jacksonville trying to bring in depth and bring in somebody to kind of, uh, share the load with Robinson. What do you think about that? That would work. I feel like my only problem with that is that they both don't have great long speed. Mm. Um, you know, they're, you know, they're a real physical back. So I kind of feel like they, I mean, their styles are a little different, but they kind of will bring the same thing, if that makes sense. So I don't know if it'll mesh well, but it would be a good veteran presence for Robinson to help grow his game. Yeah. Yeah. It could. Um, you know, just, it just sucks that, you know, injuries were just a reoccurring issue for him. And then the O-line really didn't do him uh, any favors. And they pretty much, you know, they pretty much just stopped running the ball. They yeah, pretty much just that screw it. Like nobody was eating, like on on the ground. So yeah, that that offense just went right through Big Ben, and it just you know. But we'll see. We'll see where he goes. Um, yeah. Let's uh, let's talk about Lenny for the former Jaguar himself. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I think that Fournette might have earned himself a contract elsewhere. Well, you know, in the playoffs, he was just flat out amazing. Exactly, exactly. And he he looked like a different player in the playoffs, man. It was yeah. He had a lot of juice. Yeah, he he did. So, uh, you think they bring him back? Then they, now they say that they wanted to bring him back, not of course wanted to bring him back and actually bringing him back to you know different things. 
I think he might try to go get cash out if he can. Um, Cause man, if if you if playoff Lenny is the Leonard Fournette that's coming for you know this next season, then you know I think he can get a a, a very nice job somewhere. Mm-hmm. But um, I do think he goes back to Tampa Bay. I mean, Ronald Jones is still. I mean, Ronald Jones is really solid this year, and I feel like without Leonard Fournette's presence, I think he would have. Uh, you know, definitely been a 1,000 yards rusher. I mean, the dude's, you know, averaging three yards after contact, which is lead in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's a very physical, solid runner. You know, I know we're talking about Fournette, but I do think he's a good compliment to Rojo. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I think Tampa Bay should find some money for him, but we'll see. What I got a, I got a, I got a, I got a feeling that <laughs> Rojo's about to get the short end of the stick, bro. And he, he just really hasn't, he just really hasn't had, you know, the 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 fair shake in the league, man. But um, apparently, Fournette was almost released. Did you did you see that? Saw that, yeah. He was almost released, like towards the end of the season. They almost like, yo, we're we're, we're done. And you know, he had that playoff run. I'm 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 glad. I'm pretty sure that they're glad they uh they kept him around, man. Oh yeah, because he he showed out. He balled out. So. We'll see, man. Um, it's a it's a tough call where he goes. I know he might want to go back and win another championship, but you know, I know he might try to get paid too. And with the salary cap actually decreasing this year, Oof, um, yeah, that makes it tough. They they cut that thing almost twenty mil, almost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And we we could we might see a lot of backs. I mean, not only backs, but a lot of players. Period. Opt for shorter deals. You know, mm-hmm. maybe like prove it deals and try to hop back out once the money gets right next season. Yeah, that makes sense, man. I'm not sure what – I don't know if they just want to, like, to reset the league or whatever the case, but I don't know why they why they decreased it like that. Well, they lost a lot of oh, – what was it? I just read it today. I think they lost about $4 billion in revenue um, due oh, to the pandemic. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what? That makes perfect sense. Yeah, so it makes perfect sense. Yeah, they lost quite a bit of money, so that pushed the cap back. But you know what? I think next season, if they're gonna, f- you know, they're talking about putting butts in seats, and they're talking about filling stadiums, and if that's the case, hey, next season that that salary cap is about to explode. So you could you might see cats take one year prove of deals, go hard, and try to cash out next year. Well. We're going to see if if all the games are in Texas, then we're going to be good because apparently the pandemic's over in Texas. Hey, you hear me. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to go through some honorable mentions, man. Yeah. Uh, Big Trust, Mark Ingram. He just got signed today, right? He sure did. Where'd he go? He went to the Texans. Ugh. So. Hey, man, shout out to him. He he just he he's he's one day with Johnson injury away, and then I feel like Mark Ingram's one Mark Ingram injury away. <laughs> it's gonna be a matter. Hey, it's gonna be that that Spider Man meme where they like point at each other. <laughs> oh, right, <laughs> right, bro. I don't that know is, about that. That is, I don't. You know, it's one thing you know about Ingram is that he's been known for like his veteran leadership and really coaching the young guys. And then he goes into a situation where that's not his role anymore. So I don't know. 
We'll see what happens. It's we'll see. It's still a lot of offseason left. Um I like well, Ingram. I'm glad he's still playing though, man. Yeah, so yeah, me too. You know, and uh what you think about your boy TG3? Girly, how the mighty have fallen. Yo, I'm wearing I'm wearing the uh the, the girl I'm rocking the girly jersey now, man. So you know, every every episode we do, I try to, you know, either pick a Rams player. Or I, you know, I, I, I pick one of my Ohio State guys just to get me in my Zen-like atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? Just to to get the the, the podcast, you know, mojo going. And I'm I'm probably just going to cherish these things because I don't I don't know if he's going to be seeing the field again, dog. Like, <laughs> hey, wait, hey, you think you think he done done, Bruh. When you're the lead back in Atlanta and your only competition is Brian Hill and Edo Smith and like week 10, they're saying, yo, we're going with Edo Smith over a girly bro. He's done, man. Yeah. Now you right. He, he's, he's done. Only thing I can really see is there's, you know, God forbid some catastrophic injury or something like that to a, a, a heavy competitor and they bring him in for depth, you know what I'm saying? Something like that. But bro, that's so terrible to hear. Because it it's, really it's is. truthful, man. It's, it really man. is. Um, that's my boy, man. That's my boy. But um the Rams just ran him into the ground, bro. Like <laughs> they yeah, they 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 killed that man's knees. So and they and they knew they were off arthritic when they drafted him, but yeah. Um yeah, I think I think TG, I think his but like we said, man, you know, his 26 is different from Aaron Jones 26, man. He's been in the league almost six years. So he's been at least since he was 20. Yeah, man, and, he looked bad this year, bro. That old line wasn't giving him any justice either, but man, he was looking bad, bro. Yeah, I I think I think the the sun is setting on Mr. TG, TG3. You know who who I'm looking at too. I want to see what happens with Marlon Mack. You know, mm-hmm. I think you know he he he's been doing he was doing good things before that Achilles pop. So you know, one you know is you know what type of back is he now? <laughs> is he still the good you know electric Marlon Mack? You know, so mm-hmm. I'm curious to see that and see what happens with him. But you know, he could be somebody too that might not get picked up. Um, it all depends. Um, they were, they were now, you remember in this earlier in the season, they were actually committed to him and they were, you know, he was, he was getting touches prior to his Achilles injury. So if they do bring him back, especially if he takes like a, a short year, a short, uh, a short deal, um, that could really put a hamper, um, that could really muddy up the situation in Indy because we'll see. Everybody's big on this JT train, but hey, they they resign, you know, they resign uh Mac. That can really muddy up some things. It could, man. I ain't gonna lie though. JT down the stretch was a beast, but um, man, we'll talk about that. You know, once we do, you know, our play evaluations and full, but that boy is a beast. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see, man. Um, and then we got Mr. Le'Veon Bell, uh, the yeah. uh, another addition to um, how the mighty have fallen. Yeah, I don't even know. If there's anything to say. I don't know what he's. I don't know if he gets signed. I mean, he will get signed. He's going to be a veteran back somewhere. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but oh boy, I don't know. I don't know where. I don't know where he goes. Um, I feel like there's there's certain situations that you know they're just you know there's no coming back from. If you go to the Patriots and they cut you, you're done. I don't care how big of a knucklehead you are, you're done. And if you go to a a high fire like a like a high powered offense that is just you know firing on all cylinders like KC and you can't get it done, word to LaShawn McCoy, <laughs> you're done. Like, and yeah. I think that's I think that's it for Mr. Le'Veon, man. Yeah, you know what's crazy? Adrian Peterson, I heard he's been getting calls to be on somebody's team. I bet he gets signed before Le'Veon. Oh, easy money. <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy terrible, money. bro. But, yeah, but as far as running backs go, I mean – there's just a lot of depth pieces. Wayne Gallman, Mike mm-hmm. Davis, Brita. I mean, nobody else, I think, uh, at least at this point, worth uh, mentioning. I'm telling you right now, I'm, if Jamal Williams, okay, A.J. Dillon, shareholders. If Jamal Williams, for some reason, does not come back to Green Bay, he should. Um, I'm fully anticipating that he does. But we've seen crazier things. We've seen, you know, the Chiefs bring in Le'Veon Bell and just completely crush, you know, CEH stock and all that kind of stuff. We've seen crazy things happen. If Jamal Williams leaves, uh, A.J. Dillon's window, shut. You're not getting him. You're not. It's a wrap. So pay attention with uh with Mr. Williams and see what he does. But yeah, we got to see what Green Bay do too for sure. Yep. So um yeah, man, let's wrap it up for these uh for these running backs, man. So um we're gonna keep it moving. We're gonna go into these wide outs, man. We're gonna we gonna touch base with the with the big names, and we're gonna start off with. I'm not sure how you feel about it, but I'm gonna tell you right now how I feel about it. I I, I kind of just want to go get like a 40 ounce and just pour it out for my man A Rod, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, look. If they bring him Russell Wilson, all is good. And you know what? I'm glad you said that because that tells. Well, we got. I gotta look at their. I gotta look at their cap situation because they they tag him to almost his his his, his franchise tag is eighteen million, so in order to bring in either Russell Wilson or Watson, they got to clear a whole bunch of room, regardless. We'll so, see. but um, that kind of move that that kind of lets me know that something may be brewing. But that franchise tag it hurt, man. From like a fantasy football fan, you know point of view that hurt to see a rob get tagged like that because you you want him to you know that's all in the community we want him to go to an actual like competent quarterback i agree man he hasn't played with one really in his career but you know we'll see we'll see it it may change soon we'll see yeah and we saw we saw so a rob got tagged godwin got tagged I mean, no surprise there. You just – you can't let Chris Godwin go. He's a, a really dope receiver. So, mm-hmm. um, he's got tagged. And the next big thing – I mean, the wide receiver run in this class to me is Kenny G, Kenny Galladay. Oh, it's, it's, it's by far. Like, it's not even close. Like, 
Um, I was really hoping that Allen Robinson would have left Chicago because he would have freed up 150 targets. Um, like we said with, with Godwin, you know, he had almost a thousand yards in in 12 games, like super efficient. So um, next up is Mr. Kenny G. Like like you said, he missed most of the season with injury, but he's wide receiver one, wide receiver one talent through and through, man. Yeah, man, he's a a very quarterback friendly wide receiver. You know, mm-hmm. large catch radius goes up and gets it. You know, people talk about he doesn't get a lot of separation. He's still a very good route winner. And yo, when you need one on one, a one on one play. You need your man to beat the next man. Kenny G is that receiver. He is, man. He is. They, they didn't. They didn't call him Baby Trying for nothing. You know, prior to him <laughs> getting hurt. You know what I mean? So right. Um, where do you think he goes? Because this is all the buzz now. Wherever he goes, wherever he goes, it's you know, like like we've always saying, you know, the money's going to tell you everything you need to know. So where, where do you think he goes? In there are a couple of places, I think, and I don't really remember everybody's cap situation, but I know the New York Giants, there was rumblings. They, they was trying to make a trade for him. Yeah. So I know, you know, I would, I would like that because again, he is quarterback friendly. I feel like you could have a bum QB and you just throw that damn ball up and let him go get that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I really think you can do that. I mean, if he wanted to take a chance with like Baltimore, but I don't be wide receivers don't be wanting to go to Baltimore, bro. Well, and, and you you can't blame them because they don't pass the ball. And if right. he if he if he goes there, he's competing with Mark Andrews hands down, you know, for for targets. So I don't really see that being the destination for him. Um, I I, I kind of can see. Um, the the Giants, um, well, that would be crazy. That would be crazy. What would really be crazy? Well, I'm not even going to speculate. That's not even going to happen. So we'll still keep it moving, man. Um, he he would have to go someplace within with an established quarterback um, to to really take off. Well, he's going to take off regardless, but to to really take off and and make this free agency you know worthwhile because he's he is older for a first time for, for a wide receiver that's just not testing, you know, the free agency market. He's almost, you know, 28, he's 27. So he, he's up there. So, you know, this is, uh, it, it's important that he gets this right, you know, for himself. Absolutely. He cashing out. Yep. But he got to right. cash out with the contender. That's, 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 that's a thing. Yeah. We'll see. That's, that's hard to, that's hard to do. So we'll see. Yeah. We shall, man. We shall see. So um, one of the guys that, you know, he gets, well, to me, um, gets a lot of uh, criticism is um, Juju, man. And how do you feel about Juju? I don't want to, I don't, I don't, I don't want to skew, you know. (laughs) Look, I just be straight up. I'm not a big Juju fan, but you know what? Let me watch his film. A little bit more and and i'll be able to give a better analysis i'll just say from what i've seen i'm not a big fan of juju but 
you know, his numbers, numbers don't lie. He was very productive, mm-hmm. you know, working in the slot, a very productive, you know, he was, you know, ninth in the league with catches. So, you know, that you can get that ball in his direction. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that, but I'm still not a fan. Hey, you remember I tried to flip him to you for like a, 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 a bag of like Cheetos? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude. He was like, nah, I'm good. I was like, dang. Stuck with like, a dud. Yeah, I was like, I don't, I'm good on Juju, but you know, in the PPR format, you know, um, you know, he's all right. You know, he had nine TDs too. It wasn't bad this year. No, he wasn't bad, man. So one thing about Juju though is that it feels like he's been in like the league for like six years, right? Yeah, dude. He's only 25. Like he's like uh, he's not and he's not even twenty five yet. You know what I'm saying? So he's 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 a young guy. You know what I'm saying? He's only twenty four. He turns twenty five in November. So it's 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 way too early, you know, to give up on him. Um, and he's barely even tapped into his prime. You know what I'm saying? You know, all jokes aside, and you know all the trolling aside, and the TikTok videos and all that stuff. He's still only twenty five, so that really just tell you everything you need to know about you know immature antics and all that stuff. Whatever. He just you know he doesn't have wide receiver one talent. You know as far as like the alpha, um, wide out talent, it's not there. He had ninety seven catches, which is great, you know, for PPR uh, formats. But he was still short of a thousand yards, and that's not good. You know, we and we already touched on that earlier. Um, less than nine yards average um, per reception. So, where do you think he goes? Who can really benefit from a juju? And then he you know he he's gonna want to get paid. So where where do you where do you see this where do you see this going? I got a lot of places for juju. Um, so Julian Edelman. I don't even know if he's playing anymore. I know he's mad hurt, but mm-hmm. New England has money to spend. Edelman, 35, he's hurt. They talk about he might miss the year. Juju is a slot guy. There's a there's a potential fit there. Um, Detroit got a lot of money. I'm not a lot of money, but they don't have any wide receivers. Excuse me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, they just they just let go Kenny G and Marvin Jones. So. Right. You know, I see that as a spot. What do you what What do you think? Where you got him going? As far as teams with like cap space of availability, I don't know, man. I really don't. I, I don't. Maybe like a Miami. Um, maybe uh, a Washington. Um, that wouldn't be bad with uh, with Terry McLaurin. Like I don't like Juju, but that would not be bad to have Juju out there. Right. Uh, getting some pressure off of Terry. Right. So that's, you know, that's where I can really see him going as far as teams that have the cat space and also have um, the ability. Um, maybe, you know, I feel like a lot of people are overlooking Jacksonville. Like, like I feel like we, I mean, like True. I am personally, Jacksonville has like probably one of the best salary cap situations. Yeah, they got the uh, most, right? Or the second most. So, yeah, they, they, I, look, they might go out here and start splurging. Right. So, especially with Trevor Lawrence, I mean, 
they're gonna get them, they're gonna get their young QB some weapons, huh? Right. So um that could be a very big free agency spot, you know what I'm saying? So um he I mean, he he could go there. I, I think a lot of people are kind of giving up on Chark a little bit too early. Uh, buy Chark low. Buy yeah. low on him because he was hurt a lot last year. He was banged up mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. It was frustrating. I, and I know because I was an owner. Yep. Get DJ Chark for the low. So um, but one of the but the biggest thing is Juju, when he leaves, it's going to be 128 vacated targets for um, Deontay Johnson and James Washington and uh, Claypool to split three ways. And, you know, Claypool and Johnson already had over 100 targets, you know, in the season. So, you know, give them another 30 to 40 more targets as possible. Shoot. That's going to be crazy. Yeah, I agree. So, but well, we're gonna finish up with Juju, man, and we're gonna. I want, I want, I want to hear your take on this individual before I give my take. You know, once again, but um, before we get into it, man, wide receiver A had seventy receptions, one hundred and six targets, thousand seventy five yards, fifteen point four yards per catch, right? Wide receiver B had 65 receptions, 92 targets, 984 yards, and 15 yards per catch. Um, who am I talking about right now? Well, I for sure know B is Corey Davis. Right. But I'm not sure who A is. A is A.J. Brown. Hey. Okay. So he had five less catches, um, 14 – oh, hold on. Yeah, 14 less targets and about less than 100 yeah, – yeah, he had about maybe 100 yards less than A.J. Brown. And I, I, I say that to, to illustrate the point that this was a lot closer than people want to admit. Um 15 yards per catch for both of them. This was very much a 1A, 1B. And um, in the preseason, they probably would have said that A.J. Brown was leaps and bounds better than Corey Davis, and this wasn't even a, com- this wasn't even a conversation. So how do you yeah. feel about Davis, man? Uh, you know, I liked Corey Davis uh, when he came out a few years back. I think he's out of Western Michigan. You know, he's the fit, number five pick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, will he live up to that number five pick expectation? I don't know yet. I do think he's an amazing route runner. He's been an amazing route runner since he was a rookie. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like this year he's finally he finally was getting it all together. Um, he seems like a very good possession receiver right now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I still got to watch some more film on it. I think wherever he goes, he's an amazing fit. He is, and the He's a most big guy too. Yeah, and and you know you you um, you help me see his his value, and you're like, yo, he's like a separation master. And like when you watch him, he generates separation like none other. He's super super underrated, um, and he you know he was just as efficient as AJ Brown. You know, mm-hmm. clearly Brown got more targets. Um, 
that's fine and dandy, but the production is right there. And then this was a lot closer than what people think. You know what I'm saying? So absolutely. Um, the best thing about Corey Davis is he is going to well, it's going to be good for you know front offices, but it's going to be bad for him. Is he's going to come at a discount? You know, he's he's not going to get a major payday. You know what I'm saying? Am, am I yeah. am I right there, or am I my my losing it? Nah, he's not. I mean, and I don't think a lot of these guys won't get major paydays this year just because of that, uh, what you mentioned earlier with the, the lowered cap space. Mm-hmm. But even without that, I don't think he's going to get the money he deserves. And um, But he, wherever he goes, man, he's going to make an instant impact, I believe. I, I think so, too, man. So um, to be able to get a, a separator like him – for the price that you're going to get, he's he could be the steal of this free agency class. Um, that's just me speaking. I'm only speaking for myself. I so, say, and I want to use that as a perfect segue to talk to about who I think will be the steal of the class. Um, I think Curtis, I know. I think I know. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry, Rock. I got excited. You know, yep. I got excited. So yeah, Curtis Samuel. Um, Man, let me just we're just gonna talk about Curtis Samuel real quick. You know, I think this year he really finally emerged um, in this system. They finally started getting him the ball. You know, whether it's in the backfield as a running back, um, working out of the slot. Um, I think you know he's a young guy. I think Curtis Samuel has just scratched the surface on his potential, and I think if he can find a team with a creative uh, offensive designer. Mm-hmm. Um, hey man, I want to see, he's going to take off. It was, it's hard to take off when, you know, DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson were one A and one B. And then, you know, he was doing, he was still doing his thing, 800 yards, uh, you know, receiving on the year. Um, I, I'm a big fan of him, honestly, bro. So I think he's going to be a, a, somebody that a lot of, you know, he's not going to be the glitz and glamour and on sports center, but I think, uh, He's gonna pay off major. Oh, he he is, man, Mr. Ohio State. Let's not forget that either. Okay, uh, okay, okay. But uh, it, it seems like they finally found uh, the 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 coach to really unlock his his uh, his, his potential. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I I knew as soon as I said discount, you like I'm gonna give you my person. I was like, I know where we're going with this. <laughs> I know exactly where we're going with this. So, real quick, where do you think Corey Davis goes, or where you want to see him go? Corey Davis? Yep. Oh, uh, he could fit in Washington for sure. Um, there's, I mean, there's a lot of teams that actually need a, a wide receiver. You know, Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he he might mess around and take money from Texans to go down there. <laughs> Boy, that'll be crazy. I I see. I, I want to see him stay in, in Tennessee, man. Um, I want to see him stay in Tennessee. He has, he has a good thing going with them. That offense is just it's, – it's just a well-oiled machine, man. You got King Henry in the back. That demands the eight the eight-person box. You know what I'm saying? Eight-man box. Yeah. And then you got – that opens up for the play action. And A.J. Brown, with him commanding so much respect, that just opens it up for Davis. And just, that just lets – that just makes it so much easier for him. So where do you, where do you think Samuel goes? Man, you know, if Samuel can get 
uh, like I said, it's someone that could use him. I don't know what Green Bay's cap space is like, but that would be uh, a dope place. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also say uh, in that Jets offense that's going to be ran uh, by uh, home, you know, the the new offense coordinator to run that Kyle Shanahan type scheme. Like I could really see him uh, being magical there. Um, what about you? I think I think I might I might go too far, man. Because even in Miami, I feel like he could go to Miami and do some special things. I mean, if Detroit find money, um, honestly, yo, he could play. He's the type of player that I feel like he's he's a slot machine, just waiting to be untapped, man. Yeah, um, I I think Samuel can go to Washington. Um, oh yeah. That's 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 right. I can see him going. That's that'll um, be crazy. Yep. So um, and you know, uh, Ron, Ron Rivera's back there too. So um, that's where I can really see him going. Um, Oakland maybe. So it's it could be a a, a handful of places, man. Um, it's. The right person can really unlock that potential. It's it's going to be um, up for grabs, man. So we're going we're going to go into our honorable mentions. So uh, we got Mr. Will Fuller. Um, just how bad do you think that juicing incident has hurt his uh, stock? Well, I think NFL teams are going to know more than what the public will know because I'm sure they're going to be able to find out what exactly did he put inside him. Because he, I heard he came out and said, of course, the typical, you know, I, I went to this respected doctor. Doctor thought it was on the list. It wasn't on the list. Boom, I'm suspended. Mm-hmm. But if it was like some shit that enhances something, I'm sure I'm sure NFL teams can see that. But, uh, you know, I mean, if he wasn't really juicing like on anything bad, then, you know, he'll find uh, a home pretty easy. But if he was juicing, I don't know, man. I hope he wasn't, bro, because, man, I was so happy for him this year. But I don't – that said, I really don't know. Yeah, you, and it's one of those things where it's like you were finally, you know, seeing Will Fuller healthy on the field, and you're like, okay, good, man. He finally broke free of this injury bug, this injury, this injury label, and then he found out why, you know, he wasn't hurt. <laughs> and yeah. it's just like, come on, man. But – Clearly, whatever he was taking worked. So I, you know, that's neither here nor there. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't. I mean, I it, if he leaves Houston, Deshaun's just gonna rage. I mean, he's already rage quitting, but he's like, it's gonna be like on an ungodly scale, man. I think um, the I, only way that Deshaun stays. Is if like they bring like a Kenny G to Houston, if they can convince make that magically happen, then yeah, he'll he should stay. But I doubt it. I doubt it. Man, I don't think anything can make him stay. True. I, yeah, he done. But we'll we'll see, man. Our next up, rapid fire. We got Mister T. Y. Is T. Y. Hilton done? He's done. Put a fork in him. A. J. Green is he done? Put a fork in him. Antonio Brown is he done? I want to see some more of them. <laughs> Ain't no way he's done, bro. Ain't no, no way he's done. No, nah, that's AB, baby. And, and look, he, he showed up in the Super Bowl, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I still got to watch the film. I mean, he, he still looked really good, you know, but I got to watch him a little bit more. But 
hey man, AB might be a sneak, sneaky peek, like, and go somewhere and just ball the hell out. He really could. Um, because he played a role with Tampa Bay this year. He wasn't in the same role he was with Pittsburgh. I think he stays put. I think he's going to want to run it back. I think he stays put. Um, I don't think he goes anywhere else, man. Um, And then another one, you know, well, really two, uh, Marvin Jones. You got got any place you want to see Marvin Jones go? Oof. You know, he's going to get a job. You know, I could see him being like a Jet or, uh, you know, uh, man, now he's not going back to Detroit. I don't know. He, he or being a Redskin. I, I could see him getting a job somewhere though. He's he's been consistent. What about New Orleans? Yeah, that's true. They did just let go of Emmanuel Sanders. Mm-hmm. Um, that's true. They need they need somebody to stretch the field, and he's getting a little long in, in the years there, but you know, he can still stretch. Okay. And then the last person, you know, we know you know, uh John Brown was just not John Brown. Yeah, John Brown. John Brown was just recently cut. He's gonna eat somewhere. He can go like, look, he was a, he was really straight uh, two seasons ago, and you know, of course, this year he's just coming off a lot of injury. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, we talked. You said New Orleans. I could see him down there in New Orleans. I think, or like, or uh, in Green Bay. If they got, you know, that'll be a very nice compliment to Devonte. Green Bay. I didn't even that would be crazy. think about that. Oh, my. Now, Green Bay is 10 million a hole, but oh. they make some stuff happen. I'm pretty sure he would take, like, a team-friendly. That would be gross. Can you imagine having to, like, get so much respect to Devontae Adams just to get burnt deep by John Brown? Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. What you going to do, you know? You got to so, pick your poison, literally. Yeah. Woo. Well, oh, but also I want to throw out which. So let me give you a a, a couple names. Nelson Aguilar. Aguilar. Um, is he done or what's up? You think he good? What's up? Oh, he he's good. I I think his I think his best situation right now is to stay put in Oakland. True. Um, or Vegas. Oh, Vegas. Woo. Yep, you're right. Vegas. <laughs> um. Yeah, he he's, he's he's better off staying in Vegas. Um, okay, and unless somebody's getting ready to strike before the draft, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey, he's done. <laughs> Larry Larry Fitzgerald. Um, if Larry if Larry goes anywhere other than the Cardinals, I don't want to see it. Yeah, he need to sit his old ass down now. Yeah, I mean, I think he's like close to breaking some more records, you know. But he I, stop. And unless he unless he leaves the Cardinals, or unless he goes to like a straight up like contender like Casey or something like that, uh, I don't want to see it. Okay, I'm gonna give you two more. All right, Des Bryant. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I couldn't even keep a straight face. I couldn't hold it in. Oh, uh, oh, John Ross. John, you know, I don't think John Ross had a lot of injury issues. Yeah. And then by the time he got it, you know, pulled together, it was like he was so buried underneath the death chart. Oh, like yeah. T. Higgins just like 
And Tyler Boyd, he was buried, bro. And then AJ Green finally came back. It was a wrap. Like, like T Higgins, like was like in that Mario game. You know what I'm saying? He hit his head up against the thing, like a mushroom <laughs> came up, and he just like powered up and just like it, you know what I mean? I, I think John Ross could have value, but it's gonna be um at his expense, you know, on, on, on a cheap on a cheap contract somewhere else. Okay, I feel that. So all right, man, we're going to wrap this episode up with the tight ends. I feel like the tight ends, it's going to be real quick. Um, there's not really much to talk about. Um, Who's? Let me ask you this with the tight ends. Who Who do you think is the clear TE1 of free agency? The clear TE1 Or if there's of, multiple, who do, you think, who do you think that person or people are? Uh, man. Um, of the tight ends right now, I would say is Janu. Um, yeah, he's, I feel that. He's, he, he would be the person, you know, because you, you've seen flashes, right? Like, yeah. you've seen flashes where he had, like, multiple touchdown games, you know, here and there, and he's like that red zone threat, and, and then you can see, okay, this is it. And then, like, the next week, you start um, thinking, oh, I'm going to get the same thing. And you get like two points. And then like the next week you start the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um of the guys that we're gonna list as far as free agencies, like I said, like as far as free agents, John who is a guy that I think um is the most talented, man. What about yourself, man? Yeah, man. I, I definitely think John who, uh is is the man. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, one person I did like and I've liked for a long time. But, you know, he kept getting hurt. Was Hunter Henry. You know, he just kept having that bad luck with injury. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, you know, he, he it's him and John New, in my opinion. And I'm, I'm if if Hunter Henry's a smart man, I ain't going to say not a smart man, but, you know, I think he could still do very good with the Chargers with that, you know, being able, if they pay him what he wants, you know, he's got a good young quarterback to throw to him. So, I don't know. I could see him uh, – potentially staying there what you think oh um, henry henry was he was just like that consistent tight end that consistent unsexy name tight end and i really didn't appreciate him until like he was missing games for covid <laughs> like yeah. i was he was giving me like eight to ten points a game and then i was stuck you know fishing the waiver wire you know x amount of weeks um he just had a lot of injuries, man. He had a lot of injuries, and then he finally broke free, and he did well. But um, dynasty keeper, dynasty slash keeper players, well, really dynasty keeper, you can probably do something different. But if you're playing dynasty right now, buy low on Parham. And the reason I say that is because Parham is about 6'8", 240 pounds as a tight end. And he has like a freakish athletic profile. If they don't bring in Kyle Pitts, Parham could be a very low risk move going into um, the next season. Okay. So, what um, what do you think about Johnny? Where do you think Johnny's going? Ooh, where do I want to see him go? Um. 
tight end is just such an ugly position, man. If you only got like the top three, it's just you know yeah, it's hard. It's you just know what? Crapshoot. It is. I kind of you know you mentioned this team. We ain't talked about them enough. Like they don't got the money, but like you said, the Jaguars. Yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. I think yep. that'll be nice. Yeah, uh, the Jaguars would be nice, and especially you know you got that uh, interdivision aspect of it too. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, yep. yeah, Janu, Janu could be a very good fit there. Um, I'm just trying to think. Just ooh, whoo, New Orleans. Hey, they did just lose Jared Cook. Yep, they lost but, Jared Cook and Josh Hill. Yeah, and I got to see how much money they got. If they got the money, they can definitely throw. It oh, to I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because remember they've been the they've been cutting people and restructuring contracts. Yeah, and... they don't have the money. Oh, that was I was I was just so excited for that. But yeah, yeah. they don't have the money. Nope, they sure don't. Well, um, let me ask you this. Let me shift gears on Johnu. What you think about Gronk? You think he's staying in Tampa Bay? If Tom Brady's there, yeah. He need to sit down too. He did step up in that Super Bowl, but I just, hey, but you know what? He didn't. He didn't run as many routes. Mm-hmm. He he was blocking a lot, but I, I don't know, bro. Yeah, he's. Um, it'll be it'll be worth noting what they do. Um, with with uh with, with Tom Brady. Um, you know, they're, they're trying to extend him and stuff, and it's a lot going on. Um, he, he old. But, but what I will say is you got to keep tabs on O.J. Howard, too, because he didn't really go off That's until true. O.J. Howard got hurt. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, he didn't really go off until O.J. Howard got hurt. So, you know, that's really – and then what about, what about, what about Gerald Everett? Because he's shown he, flashes. He's shown flashes. We'll see. He just got to get the opportunity uh, to show out. But he's definitely shown flashes. But I I really don't know where he's going to go. <laughs> I really don't know. But yeah. he definitely has shown flashes. But, you know, Kenny, you know, I mean, all of these guys, you know, they've they've had their moments. But it's like, you know, who – I don't know which one really is going to put it together and, and potentially – be a TE one. I don't know if there is a real TE one. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, gun to my head, I had to pick one. I would say is John. I feel you. I'm I'm not same way. You know, Jared Cook ain't that bad either, man. He's not, but he, I think he was a product of a good system given his age. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, solely given his age. So, um, that's really. I mean, as far as you know. Offensive skill players, that really does it just, you know, as far as the, the free agents for, for this class. Um, who do you, I mean, I'm, I'm just living vicariously through you, coming from a team that is, you know, continuously um, in the red in, in salary and, you know, uh, short of draft picks and all that stuff. Who do you – who do you – Want the Jets to bring in a free agency, man? Uh, just uh, like um, any position, like even lineman, or it don't even matter, bro. You're the GM. Uh, you got oh, the money. Ooh, 
balling. Um, you know what? For the sure. lawyers. <laughs> well, lawyers. <laughs> you know, like I said, I'm really hype on Curtis Samuel. They need some playmakers. They still got Jamison Crowder. So it's like, would you cut Jamison Crowder for Curtis Samuel? I would, and that's probably extreme, but I would. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, if they can build O-line, like I think Joe Thurney is the best guard in the free agent class. Uh, if they went and got that center from Green Bay, Corey Lindsley, uh, mm-hmm. like, again, you know, we talked about the same scheme that was in Green Bay. Part of it's going to be implemented here in the Jets. Like, it's just a great scheme fit. Mm-hmm. So if they were to bolster their O-line like that, whew, like, and then, you know, whether they draft a running back or, I mean, they can pluck a veteran running back, man. Like, you know, they can get somebody deep, deep in, in the in their in the weeds, like a Carlos Hyde or a Wayne Gallman or something like that. Like in a rookie running back, like I think that'll be okay. Um and then D line, we just need another playmaker on the D line, bro. Like I feel like the Jets haven't had listen, the Jets have needed an elite pass rusher since John Abraham. Yeah. And that was what mid two thousands. Like it's been a long time. So I don't, I'm, I'm not saying that that player is here in free agency, but there are a lot of good players, but the, we'll see, man. So, you know, that's, that's where I'm at, bro. We got, we got money to spend. I don't think we should go out there and have to go after all the sexy names, but if we get a couple of mid tier, a few mid tier players, psh, man, we would be a solid team. Maybe win like five games. <laughs> what what the Rams gonna do, man? I don't think y'all got any money, huh? Nah, man, we ain't had no money since like Ty Gurley been in the league, bro. Damn, <laughs> yo, you know our, our team been so trash, but uh, now you know as much as I I hate how they um, run the team as far as like never holding on to a first round pick, I can't say that it's not working. Um, hey, that's true. Hey, they make it do. Yeah, I can't say that it's not working. Like, they continuously trade off their first-round picks for talent that's proven, and you uh, you can't be too upset about that. And, so, and, you know, they're doing that, and they're drafting well. They're drafting well, you know, and, you know, it's not really a steal, you know what I'm saying, if you strike gold in the first round, which is supposed to do. Um, but to get a Cam Akers in the second round, to get uh Cooper Cup, I believe, in the second round, uh, to get Daryl Henderson in the third round, you know, to get the playmakers that they've had, um, in the rounds that they've got them, um, can't be too upset. So, okay, yep, can't be too upset. So that's gonna wrap it up for this episode, man. We uh we covered you know the free agents and we you know we, we poured out you know our I drank you know what I'm saying for the, the the tag the franchise tag members, but um we, we hopefully you know in a couple of days you we're gonna start getting those notifications and we're gonna start getting some some real answers you know how these teams are gonna be built you know what I'm saying. Yes, sir. I cannot wait. Nah, I'm patiently waiting. Me either, man. I'm just, I'm just, I'm like counting down the days. Like, yo, we free agency about to pop off. So, yeah, man, I'm ready, big dog. We're gonna, yes, they're gonna, 
they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna make it it's gonna it's gonna be nice man so as usual man it's good talking fantasy football with you man it's always another, a pleasure it's another solid episode we like, like they like they say chick-fil-a my pleasure head ass <laughs> <laughs> Peace, hey squale well, goddamn, it must be two sides. Da, 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 da.